is looking at your pages, seeing different numbers and numbers are calling you. I am following you, hanging with the fellas, the fellas, hanging with my girls. You always getting jealous and jealous. I was with you when you didn't have no fellas, no fellas, hanging at your crib. Hanging Welcome with your to the Two mama. Space Podcast. I am your host. Never fronted you, never fronted my drama, the drama. Now you want to put the script player, please. I am your host, Barkeem, and that was my co-host. Angie. Yeah, this is what happens when you say you want to start a real podcast with a rap, and then she says, let me try. <laughs> she does three L Yes, I did. We're never doing that again. Why? I thought you were going to have bars. Oh, please. Bars? What? Oh, I got bars. Now, basketball is my favorite sport. I like the way drippers up and down in front the, the court. Oh, God. I think that's as far as I go with the, that one, too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I apologize. We'll never do that again. You know what? Y'all need to get to know me. These are the kind of raps that I was listening to in the 90s, okay? I wasn't listening to anything, anything better. Not at all. Let's let's just never do that again. Oh, why not? Why, Chingy, One Call Away was my song. I was not listening to those hardcore raps. I That was not me. But you also didn't need to be doing any of that. that We'll never do that again. <laughs> Let's just. Do you, do you have a song? No, we're gonna let you live in your. your I pr- am not embarrassed. You don't have to be embarrassed. I am cr- quite proud that I came out with my own my own thoughts. So, if anyone notices that we are not on top of our game this episode. It is because it is a few days after Christmas and a few days before New Year's. And so we decided, hey, let's just have like a drinking episode. And so Jaquan episode. Oh my god. I got fake ID though. You know, you're gonna make me regret doing this. (laughs) Hey, this was all your idea. It was on you. I thought I'd be the one acting the fool. (laughs) Have you met me? Uh, I, I don't think I've met drunk you yet. Oh, yeah, I act a fool. Yeah, no, welcome. And so, <laughs> uh, Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, Happy All Holidays. Uh, yeah, whatever the hell you celebrate, whatever it's the end of the year. So, woo, get um, lizard. Or have fun, enjoy don't, whatever. I do whatever unhealthy thing, whether it's not unhealthy, but just do something. Yeah, I'm drinking some trash called the. Uh, uh, Blue Crush. It looks like trash. It, it came in a Monaco can that blue looks tru- like Blue Crush. It came in a can that looks like four loco can. It said as vodka, tequila, gin, and rum. Mm-mm, I wouldn't touch that. Mm-mm. Yeah, you just decided to finish half of a bottle of. Oh, this is more. Sorry. <laughs> Three quarters of a <laughs> bottle of wine on your own. Shh, you said I had to be drunk. I didn't even get halfway through my calzone and that bottle was damn near empty. You said I had to be drunk. I didn't say you had. Well, I said we would work on it. I didn't say you just skip. <laughs> right to drunk. Damn, woman, you don't know what foreplay is? Sheesh. 
just that's, not my, that's not my job, so that's not my job. Oh, that's selfish. <laughs> it is what it is. Anyway, uh, like, like I said, I like to wish everyone happy whatever you celebrate. Happy. Even if you don't celebrate holidays. anything, the year is going to change whether you like it or not. It so is. just deal with it. And uh, New Year, New Me. New Year, see me, different mentality. Nah, New Year, new me. I'm, oh, I'm every year I say I'm going to hate a little less. And I do. I hate just a little less every year. Just a little. Yeah. Little if it's not like all 12 months, then I might only do like 10. Or like, <laughs> you know, one month I, I only, you know. One year I did like, I only hated for about half the year. Well, this year was my year of no. Although I alternated weeks. <laughs> well... You know how um, there was that year of yes? This year was my year of no. So it's not everybody no. That's ridiculous. <laughs> it's not ridiculous. That's just how it is. I need to, some, to take care of self. That's always good. But year of yes, that sounds insane. That sounds ridiculous and it tiring. Does. They need to cut that out. Nope. That was not happening for me. So we're going to move on to our, our first segment. What's our first segment? Uh, well, we should probably do the segment that we always do. Yeah, that segment. Yeah. So, oh, I'm blanking on it. No, I'm not. Yes, I am. <laughs> something new, something old. No, something old, something new, something random, something you. Yes. All right. So, I have something old. Okay. Uh, it is a song. Nice. R and B song. Nice. Uh I don't think I I don't believe I brought it up on this podcast before, but it's Carl Thomas and Faith Evans. Can't believe. I'm blanking on the song. How are you blanking on the song? I just played it in the car. Oh, was that the song I was singing? Yes. Oh then that song. Okay. Anyway, it's a very good song. You should it's listen to good. it. It's very good. It's uh, you know, it's more of a classic. Late nineties, early two thousands R and B song. Um, it shows you what happens when people who can actually sing over good productions sings very they sing very well. It's a, it's a pretty awesome song. So good. Um, something random. I had something random, and I'm pretty sure I don't remember it right now. So you can go ahead if you have anything, and I'll swing back to me. All right. So my something. Old slash, well, old. Um, I read this like a year ago. Um, this is, it's a book, of course, and it's called The Name of the Wind. Mm. So it's a, it's a wizard chronicle kind of thing. Um, it's about this kid. He gets interested in the magical arts and he decides he wants to learn about them. And his base, his base, well, basically his journey through trying to learn about it. But a lot of bad things happen to him, and you go through his journey, and it, it's really, really well written. It's um, it has a lot of elements that maybe Harry Potter might have, but it, it's more grown up. Mm-hmm. It's more like for a grown up audience, like it's there's no young adults should really be be listening. Well, not young adults, no younger people should be reading it. But it's really good. Um, and then. My something me, my favorite holiday is Christmas. So I really did enjoy just like the whole process of my Christmas. 
So I, I, um, I feel like I did win the gift giving in my Christmas in my household this year because I'm just awesome at that. Um, and in general, I just enjoy the fact that you can hang out with your family and just enjoy their presence for a good amount of uninterrupted time for the most part. So that's just something old and something me. Uh, I would say. Crap, I still don't remember what I had for something random. Uh, let me say something for me. Oh, okay. You know what? I have something. It's me and it's random. Okay. Whatever. So I have an irrational dislike of certain people or certain characters in certain shows. Right? So three in particular. Right? Like mm-hmm. Just three easy ones. Um, number three is, well, damn, I can't remember number three. Number two is definitely the wife of President Palmer in 24. I don't even know that, that show. I have never seen it. 24. I know the show. I've never seen the show. Actually. 24 is awesome. Mm. Uh, it would, It's one of my favorite shows of all time. Don't add me. You've never watched it. It's also not up your alley, to be no, honest. It's it, not. Well, I mean, it could be, I guess. No, nah, I don't think so. Well, I have every single show in TV, every movie, every TV show that you brought up, for everything that you like, 24 is the exact <laughs> antithesis of that. It's Yeah, but like I've watched I've watched 24 type movies. Or well, not movies. Well, movies, yeah, no. Watch Have you movies, seen Taken? Shows. Taken shows. movies though. Yeah. The first Taken is essentially like ripped out of a twenty four plot. They stole that from twenty four. I feel like I've never, I've never taken the time to watch a show like that. I can't do a show, but I could watch a movie. But it's you know because it's all supposed to take place in one hour and moves yeah. fast. It's you know it does with a lot of political stuff and terrorism and government and politics. I want and, scandal. This is a bit different because you don't have one of the characters in Scandal pulling the fingernails off of another one. You've never seen the full Scandal. I take I, I take that bet. Then <laughs> that's not happening in Scandal. <laughs> it is happening in Scandal. Like for extended periods of time. Um, I'm not gonna spoil. There's there's. I'm there's, not gonna watch it, but yeah. Certain amount. Well, it's not just you people listening but a lot of crazy stuff happens in 24 um but yeah so president palmer's wife in 24 and i get it she's acting a role she does a damn good job because i hated her (laughs) um and she's only number two and she does she pales in comparison compared to number one who's number one number one is lana lang why do you hate from smallville oh my god really my God, that show was on for ten years. Have you had a debate about this with my brother yet? No. Oh. He knows though. He does. He's he knows. He just let everyone knows how much I hate Lana Lang. Why? And it's not it's not Kristen Kruick. It's not it's not the actress. Although to be honest, every time I see her in anything, it kind of reminds me of it a little. Um, especially since she ruined Chun Li, I'll never forgive her for that. But Chun Li. She was Chun Li in the terrible Street Fighter movie, oh. the one that was named after her. Yeah, I hated that movie because it was terrible, and that was I don't know, was she already like a young Chun Li, like a teenager. Chun Li's already pretty young. Is 
Chun-Li's in her 20s. I'm thinking 20s. Um, she's, she's in her 30s like, later, but like Street Fighter's been around for 25 years, like, so. I feel like when Lana played her, she was like supposed to be in her teens. No, she was in her 20s. Was in she was an adult, yeah. Oh, okay. Um, but yeah, horrible or whatever. Although, um, the and Bison is the same guy who plays um, Damien Dark in the, in the DC shows. Oh. Oh. Which is hilarious. He does a really good job as Damien Dark, though. Not such a good job as in Bison. Bison? Yeah. I mean, Bison was a while ago. It's like his version of M. Bison was almost as if he was auditioning to be Damien Dark. It's almost like... And he still got the job. It's like, hey, could you be, could you do this? And he's like, ah, look at this movie. And this is what I did. And they're like, you know what? Good enough. Just turn that up a little and be a little bit more serious about it. It's okay. weird. So that means that he didn't do too bad of a job. He didn't do too bad. The movie was just so garbage that it didn't matter yeah, how well you did. The movie was garbage. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I hated Lana Lang so much because the issue with Lana is she would do things and somehow make every single thing about her all the time. Was she the one making it about her or was, was Clark making it no, about her? No, she was. Clark was the biggest bitch in the world on that show because he let everyone on the show walk up to him and this is like a formula and they still do it on on in the shows now it's a little bit more let's do it to everybody than specifically one person but they would walk up to Clark they'd tell him off and then they'd storm out and he wouldn't be able to defend himself he wouldn't be able to like use logic even without like giving away his secrets or saying that he's superman or anything like that you know like like saying Anything like that. It could be almost any situation all the time. They make it about them. And I get it for Lex. Lex was a villain. That's what you would do. But Lana did it to everyone. Lana did it to Clark. Lana did it to Lex. Lana did it to Jason Teague, who was her boyfriend, who eventually became Dean Winchester in Supernatural. So, Lana did it to everyone. All the time. She did it to Chloe. Yeah. Everyone did it to Clark, but Lana did it to everyone. And it was all... And then they'd apologize. They they apologized to her later. Because of um, her situation. They felt bad. They felt bad. Sometimes it had nothing to do with her. Yeah, but... She could never just... it, It was just horrible. Oh, and then... At one point, they gave her powers. They turned her into like some kung fu witch... Oh, I don't know. I didn't get It that was like far. right before she got the role for Street Fighter. It was horrible. It I was horrible. I didn't get that far. Yeah. They turned into like some kung fu witch. And then she blamed Clark for that too. Yeah. Even though it was her choice. And she had plenty of time to turn around. Then they gave her some weird suit that was powered by kryptonite to keep them away from each other. Yeah. And she had damn near the same powers as him. And, but it was powered by kryptonite so she couldn't go nowhere near him. Yeah. It was insane. Oh. Oh. But then, she slept with Lex, and then for a while it seemed like it was she was pregnant with his baby. Yeah. Oh, and to save Lex's life, they had to hook up Clark to this machine, and the machine because something was happening in Lex's brain, and Clark needed to go into Lex's brain, and he needed to save Lex. Mm-hmm. And sucker that he is, he goes into Lex's brain, and he goes dipping Does through Lex's memories, and he walks past one room, and in that room. By a fire was Lex and Lana doing it right by a fireplace. Ew. 
So he got to watch the love of his life, who he's been chasing for years and years and years and years. Mind you, he knows Lex is his enemy at this point. Yeah. And he has to go into his brain and he sees Lex. Mind you, Lex only married her and got with her to spite Clark. And she knew it after a while too and stayed to spite Clark. And then he went into the brain and had to see them doing it. Knowing that their whole relationship is despite him. Yet they still had sex. And she might be pregnant at this point. To save and while trying to save this guy's life. It's the most cuckold thing I've ever seen on TV. I was so mad watching that. I almost stopped watching Smallville completely. Oh, and did you think Lana didn't yell at him about not knowing that he did any of that or he had to go through that? They had another scene with her just shitting all over this guy, right in his face, and then walking away. Shit on him and then walk out. I haven't seen I hate Lana Lang from Smallville. Number one biggest douchebag in all of TV history. I do not have an issue with Lana Lang. There's nothing redeeming about her about her as a character. Maybe I will. I I have tried to watch Smallville. I don't know if I'm ever gonna get through it. Probably not. Probably not. But um, I guess my one character that I hate the most out of everything, um, Umbridge from Harry Potter. She was the worst. Like completely worst. So she was basically a um, government official that came that took over the school, and she got the headmaster kicked out at one point, and she just basically every time somebody would go over her head, she would make a roll right after, so that she can she can they can never do that same thing over again. So she's like the doomsday rules. I guess. And then she did it so many times that it would be like Educational Decree 25. You can't have groups because I, because I heard about a group of, of children and tried to make a group to learn how to do schoolwork. And then it was like 26. There could be corporal punishment in this school now. It was ridiculous. She was honestly the worst person. And then she would do um, detentions. And her detentions had a magical quill that would to use your blood to write out whatever she told you to write out. But at least she seems like she was a douchebag from inception, right? From the beginning. Like, that's the point of her character. Is to yeah. be a dick, to, you know, to make you but dislike her. But the issue is, she was a, no, she was a hypocrite in the way that she wouldn't be an outright douchebag. But it's still, it's still the point of the character. Well, I guess, yeah. But still. That wasn't the point of Lana's character. Yeah, I, that doesn't mean I hate her any less. I know. That I'm not saying your feelings are invalid. But at least it was... Like, um, Sherry Palmer, that's her name. Sherry Palmer in 24. I hate her character, but she also did a really good job playing her character. I'm supposed to. Right? That's the point. So I guess Lana was... You're not supposed to hate Lana. You're supposed to sympathize with her. Or at the very least, see things from so her point of view. So do you hate that the writers wrote her that way? I hate that they thought that was sympathetic. Wow. And they would do it over and over and over and over again. They think, they think white women tears are sympathetic. Uh, no, no. This goes... One, she's not even like... She's like 
she's mixed. Close enough. But still, Close they enough. never mention that one bit in the show. Whatever. But yeah, but it's the same concept. Well, you don't. You never really meet her parents either. Same concept. White woman tears. Basically, but, they're yeah, working off. She's of. horrible. She's just so bad. Oh, just thinking about her gives me a migraine. Okay, then we're gonna go on. To Where's our... my blue crush? <laughs> we're gonna. Go and, on... and and calling Superman the red blue blur blur was retarded. That's what. Who came up with that, Lana? No. Actually, no, no. I think it might have been Lois at the at that point. Um, that because he wore, he because he wore flannel and all his flannel was like red and blue, blue. and he moved at super speed so people couldn't really see him and they couldn't catch him on camera because of how fast he was moving it was just a blur of red and blue whatever um, speaking of which Josh Hartnett I think that's his name who's that? is that, that his name? the person who played him? no he plays Green Arrow okay. damn I'm, I know I'm messing his name up Josh Hartnett is that other guy Green who was in Green Arrow a, Stephen Arnell or something like that? No, not Stephen Amell from the new Green Arrow. He played the the Green Arrow in Smallville. There was oh, a, I don't know. I, yeah. I never got that far. It's not Josh Hartnett. I'm messing his name up. Because um, Josh Hartnett is that other guy who played in that movie with Harrison Ford and it tanked his career Green and everybody thought he was going to be so cool. Um, the Green Arrow was in Smallville for a few seasons. Huh. Have you seen This Is Us? Yeah. I just started watching it. I'm on like episode four. Um, mm-hmm. The older brother... He's the Green Arrow in Smallville. Oh, the hot one. I guess so. And he he doesn't look any different than he did in Smallville. Yeah, because he's hot. I couldn't remember his name. Uh, we'll figure it out. It's annoying. But anyway, that's our something old, something new, something random, something you. That's the last segment of 2019. Justin Hartley. Justin Hartley. See, J.H., I was close. So um, we're gonna go on to our main subject. We're gonna talk about our favorites of the decade. So we're gonna start with our favorite song of the decade. What was your favorite song of the decade? Now this is very difficult. Um, mainly because songs are weird because you don't remember enjoying songs as much all the time. Like sometimes you can, like. One, the 2010s weren't the greatest for music. Let's just put that out there. Um, and so it's harder to remember a specific song that you like because I feel like before you could really love a song and everyone would love the song or it'd be a really big song. It could be just because we have access to more music now that music is more personalized because of the way, you know, MP3 players and streaming and stuff like that. Um, so it's harder to pinpoint down a specific song but if I had to go with one um, a runner up would probably be uh, FVJ uh, Freddy vs. Jason like the first song I think it's the first song or the second song on from Fabulous and Jadakiss um, I think it's FVJ okay. intro the intro or whatever um, that it's a, so the, do they rap as Freddy as Freddy and Jason yeah. That's kind of fucking cool. Uh, I played the song a million times and you just haven't picked up on it. Never have I ever, no. I've, I've played it a million times. I've, I've spit lyrics to you. Like, you just haven't picked up on it, that that's what they were doing. No. Um, I'll show you the video. It's it's easier to comprehend what you're doing, what you're looking at in the video. Yeah. 
but it's it's a really good song. Um, the album's pretty good too. Like that was supposed to be the the point of the album, but I think they might have got clearance issues or licensing issues, something like that. But it's more of a closer to a regular rap album, and it doesn't follow up the intro theme as much. They there are bars like Jason, you know, Jada Kiss would will hit you with like you know in the middle of a song that has nothing about you know it's not a theme song or a niche song you'll hear him say a line and it fits perfectly with the song, but it also is a Jason bar or, you know, fabulous. will do it with a Freddie bar, you know, like he'll mention, you know, something about ice on his hands and he'll like, you know, flip it with claws or something like that. And it, it fits well. Cause you know what album you're listening to, you know, what songs you're listening to, but that's not what the song is about, you know? So they do a real good job, the whole album, but that song specifically. And that would be my runner up. Okay. Only because more recently, I really liked the version of a song that's not a full song. And it is the intro from Cannon Busters. And I've mentioned it on this podcast yeah. before, but it's just, it just hits me. It's so good. And I really wish we get a full version of that song at some point. Yeah, I agree. Um, it's like, I, and the reason why I put it over the other song is because I, I like the song so much and it's on, it's it's half as long because it's it's an intro. It's a minute and 45 seconds. Yeah. And it's it just clearly feels like it should be more like closer to a four minute song. And I agree. So like that would be my number one because I like it that much and it's not even the full song. Okay. I like those choices. Uh, what's yours? Well, my first, I'm going to have a special honorable mention as well. Um, well, my my actual favorite song was Come See. It's a French song. It's talking about living your life as if there's no one watching you and dancing, singing, and acting. Like the Joker on the steps? I've never seen the Joker movie, so I don't know. You haven't seen the Joker yet. I'm good, actually. I, I kind of want you to see it so we can talk about it. I will eventually watch it. I will most likely be forced to watch it when I get down to Florida. Um... Not that I'm the biggest fan of the movie, but uh, I, I kind of just want to see what you think of it. But continue. Okay, okay, okay. I'll watch. Um, so I will say that that song resonated with me. It's by Izzy Kaninga. He's a Martinican rapper, um, rapper slash singer. A singer slash rapper, I should say, because he mm-hmm. does both, but he's more of a singer. Um, and I actually have the song, like lyrics from the song tatted on me so clearly it resonates with me um and then the the honorable mention for me is i see fire by ed sheeran and yeah the song from the hobbit the hobbit well it's the third installment of the hobbit which honestly you did not need three movies to make that damn book i enjoy them they felt they felt better as three movies than did you read the books? No. Yeah, it, you did not need them. But the movies didn't feel like they dragged on. Yeah, but it didn't follow the the, the books. That's okay. Yeah, if they you don't didn't have read to. the books. They don't have to follow the books. I read the books and I was just like, what the hell? They don't have to follow the books. It didn't make sense to me. So, to me, it just didn't make sense to have all three of those movies. The, the Fellowship of the Ring, not the Fellowship, the, the Lord of the Rings makes sense. That the Hobbit did not make sense to cut into three books, um, into three movies. Two movies it makes sense because the book itself, 
J- um, Tolkien did not actually write out any of the action in the in the books. He had um, he had the main character, which was which one was it? Um, Bilbo. Bilbo would get knocked out during like the the fight scenes. So he would wake up right after the fight scenes and whatever, for the most That's part. That's so lazy. <laughs> so, but he didn't do that with um, Lord of the Rings. And the Lord of the Rings, I'm pretty sure he like he had um, Frodo and Sam all through the action or whatever. But, <laughs> not Frodo and Sam, but. But it is Frodo and Sam. Not through the action. And who was going through the action? Not Frodo and Sam had the I ring didn't... and they were traveling and stuff. But action is a very strong word for what they did. <laughs> Well, I mean, they whatever Especially actions was happening, Frodo. they didn't knock them out yeah. the way that he did Bilbo. Watching That's Sam I mean. carry this guy. Anyway, so the, in the movies, you want to show them the battles. Like there was the battle, the battle of the five armies, or something like that. Um, that you want to show that. So two movies would have been okay. I would have seen that. Three movies was pushing it. Either way, I see fire was amazing in my opinion i do understand if somebody says that it might not fit with the actual movie but the song itself i think i like worked the, through my decade is, is that it. the one that plays like is you said the third movie though right that's not the one that plays it's the third movie. there's one for the desolation uh, desolation of smog is that not the third movie that's the second movie then that one Okay, all right. So I'm like, I'm like, there's a song that plays for Smog that I really liked, and I thought it was Ed Sheeran. That was it. That yeah, was it. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. I, I thought that's a delicious. I don't actually, I've never actually yeah. seen the movies. It's the second movie. Because they made no sense to me. Yeah. But, the, um, the, the third one is the Five Armies. Yeah, because the Battle of the Five yeah, Armies. Battle of the Five Armies. Makes yeah. sense. Um, but yeah. So that is my honorable mention because that song is amazing. I think it works really well the way it's edited for the movie. And like I think there's a music video for it and it's edited really cool with it. Whatever. I mean it's a dragon. I mean it's gonna help. We're we're not no we're done on songs. Um, Whatever. Next topic. What ever the next topic topic is movies. Favorite movie of the decade. That is a tough one. Favorite movie of the decade. It's really hard. Um, in all honesty, I don't think I have a favorite movie of this decade. I'm way harsher on movies. I don't really get into them so much. Um, you know what? There's a movie I have to look up. And it's kind of cheating. So I'll see when it came out and see if it came out this decade. But it's going to be my answer if it came out this decade. Okay, then I'll go. My favorite movie, of course, is Cinderella, the live action. Because Cinderella is awesome. I am so happy that they came they came out with the live action for Cinderella. It was so good. It, it had enough of the old one that I was happy. And it had enough of the new one that I, was, I wasn't mad. So I was very happy and it gave me a nice little lullaby that I will most likely sing when I have children to them. Um, I loved that movie. That was my favorite movie of the decade because Cinderella will always win above all. Huh, perfect. All right, since I didn't really have an answer for this question because, you know, I don't really remember movies as much as like TV shows, um, especially if I've seen them because I go to the movie, like when I see movies, I go to the movie theater 
I watch it then and I kind of just never watch them again. I don't like watching things twice. Um, but technically, this is a movie. Mm-hmm. It did not come out in theaters. But it came out January 23rd, 2010. So it just made it. Jesus, what was it? It's Fate Stay Night. Jesus Christ. The Unlimited Blade Works movie. Okay. We will accept it. It's a movie. It is a movie. I uh, didn't specify if it was in theaters, so that's on me. Yep. Jesus. Uh, but that was a really good movie. I enjoyed that. Um, or, you know what? Actually, honor, a couple honorable mentions. Okay. Uh, one would be most of any of the DC animated movies. Agreed. Agreed. The DC animated movies were very good. For sure. Good. For sure. Um, I can recommend any of them. They, yep. they were all, like over the last 10 years, they've all been really good. Um, not all of them. But that, that'd be a lie. Not all of them. No. But, but most the, of a them. lot of them. Like yeah. probably 90% of them. Yep. Um, the they specific do, do ones, especially so well. in the DC animated universe, the ones that are like interconnected, they've done a really good job with them. So good. Um, and... Another honorable mention would probably be uh, Dragon Ball. Which one? I would have... Broly. Although I saw... I liked Broly. And I saw... Um, and I saw Dragon Ball Z... Uh, what is it? God. Battle of Gods. That's what it is. I've seen Battle of Gods. Oh, the Freezer one? But the Frieza one would probably... And oddly enough, the Frieza movie is the worst of the three. And that's the one you want to honorable mention? Uh, if I had to like objectively look at the way the movies are, the Frieza movie is the worst. But Frieza coming back was hype. First of all, my favorite movie. I sat in the theaters for all three of these movies. My favorite part was Frieza in Hell. Mm-hmm. That was the best part of all three movies. There's just him coming back and then them fighting. And it just... Being in the theater for that movie, yeah, like as much as because I was in the theater was, for Battle of Gods, it was like people were hype of our th- childhood. Because let's think about it: God, God was a new character being introduced, and Broly was one movie. We have one movie of Broly that they basically redid and recanonized. Frieza is a villain that we sat through. Frieza has oh history. My God, months. There's history of, of just Frieza. Trying to get this man out of here, and he's back. Yeah, it, it was, was just, just like it, a lot in theaters. It was it was, it was the good. crowd reacted to that more than almost anything else in yeah. the theaters for. It was good. Like, just Frieza was was pretty hard. Resurrection of Absol, Dragon yeah. Ball, Dra- Dragon Ball Super Resurrection of Absol. Worst Dragon Ball, you know, movie recently, Perfect. but the best reaction in it. So that would be an honorable mention. Of course. Um. Our next category will be favorite TV show. All right, so my favorite TV show did not start in the 2000s. But it lasted throughout the whole But it has been on the entire decade of the 2000s. Come on. And 50% of the decade before Come it. Come on. Supernatural. Yeah. So Supernatural is my favorite TV show of this decade. I'm happy you one, picked that one because she... You got kicked out of my running, but somebody had to say it. Supernatural has been on this entire decade. 
Yeah. It had literally has literally been on every year since 2005. For and real. for a serialized episodic yeah, show. 15 seasons of it. Yeah. I don't think any recent show can no, say that. Like, I, other than the only thing is yes, but I mean like a a, a drama, no, drama live action. No, no, no. Any live action like drama like actually acted out drama because I know there's like reality TV shows and stuff like that that yeah. have been on forever, but almost nothing has been on as long as as Smallville in the last 20 Not years. Smallville, um, I mean Supernatural in the last 20 years. I can't think of any show that I agree. has been on TV in the last 20 years for like as long as Supernatural. I agree. Um, it's such a good show. And the majority of the time, it's very good. I think there are, out of the 15 seasons, I haven't seen this season. Or last season. So I have 13 seasons in a row that I've seen. And I think there are maybe three out of 13 seasons that I don't like. And that's the whole season as as a whole. That doesn't go episode by episode. Because in every season, there are very good episodes. Yes. Um, Sometimes I just don't care for the overarching theme of that season. Um, The Leviathans, specifically. Mm. I think it's season. I think it's episode six. Ugh, yuck. Other than that, I mean, I think it's season six. Other than that, I don't like. I can. Supernatural is awesome. They've done everything that they possibly could on that show, and I'm okay with that. I I I remember you giving me predictions. I'm like, huh? I didn't think about that, but I don't think they're gonna do it. And then they did it like the next season. Mm-hmm. Yo, that that show is freaking because awesome. there was a certain like if you just. Follow the path that they were on, season to season to season. It's like, oh, they haven't talk, tackled this yet. And then it was the next thing up. And then I if was like, okay, so where do they go from here? If you haven't have watched Supernatural and you have like three to, three weeks to a month to kill, you should definitely binge watch Supernatural nonstop. Mm-hmm. It, it is weird because it goes from it goes from almost like a horror it does. show to more of a... Um, it it does get it does get a lot more campy, but it also gets more um, fantastical. Yeah, true. That. It's more of a fantasy show now than it is true, a horror true, true show. That. Although every once in a while, like when they do Monsters of the Week, because you know it's twenty something episodes, they they do Monsters of the Week. Those are normally back to its more horror roots as a show. Love it, and I don't even like horror. I hate horror. Because it's the not the most horror, but and it's also forty minutes. It's not a, you know, like you don't. It's not horror, horror. But hey it's, guys, you can be a coward like me and still watch Supernatural. I promise you that. Supernatural is really good. Um, the comedy is good. So good. Um, the writing is good. The callbacks are good. Their writers, especially since they had the same writer for a long time, like they have one of the main producers. I think was like the same producer for a really long time. Yeah, and they named um, a character after. They did. And they do such a good job of calling back to what they've done in their own show. So many shows forget things that happened. Well, Supernatural is... Like, Very good. It's like they they definitely are fans of their own show because they write stuff and they don't forget things that happen in their show. So it's never really out of place. They do a really good job. I yeah. love that show. Uh, what's your show? My show is Craig of the Creek. I have no idea what that is. It's a cartoon. On what? On Cartoon Network. Okay. So it's so good. So the reason why I love the show is because of the representation. 
It's literally just a kid's cartoon with awesome representation. And that's why I feel like it wins the decade for me. Because I wish I had that show growing up. Okay. And it has like... I, I've spoken about the show before. It was like mm-hmm. one of my something news. Mm-hmm. It, it just... It had this... It had one of the characters do a Sailor Moon transformation. It had another character that... And it's all kids. This Basically, they found their... I think they this kid was like... Um, I don't know if they found their dad's like cassette player, but basically acted like they were a robot from from the past and whatever, like the eighties or whatever. And it, the kid was like in Adidas, like decked out, and it is representation to the max. So to me, that's my favorite show from from the two thousand twenties, two thousand tens, sorry, two thousand tens, and I love it. I, if you haven't watched the show, you should definitely check it out. Um, if you have kids, especially kids, uh, black kids, you should definitely check it out because the representation representation is awesome. The Thanksgiving episode is amazing. Mm. It's hilarious. Like you, like dealing with aunties and uncles, dealing with with parents, listening to that old school jams, so that um, and dealing with mom moms and grand, mom and mother mother in laws relationships are amazing it, it was so good so you should definitely like if you have kids if you're if, if you're black if even if you're a minority you should definitely just check it out it's a really good show i won't check it out i know you won't but you're not the only one that's listening i know i'm just you know i'm not sending any future references to you don't worry okay uh honorable mention honorable mention for you I think, I think we both would agree on this one. Which one? Game of Thrones. No. Outside of the last season. Jesus. Let's be honest. Like I'm not gonna let the last season ruin. Think about this. No. Imagine no, no, no. season four. Right. It's season four. Daenerys had just taken over the slaves, or whatever. Uh, yeah, dude. I'm, I'm just saying. Uh, there's a million things in that show that were awesome. It was so awesome, but the end just ruined it so badly. The end, the end cannot ruin the entire show. There's too much good acting. The Red Wedding, come on. Joffrey. Just read the books, guys. Just read the books. George R. R. Martin will eventually continue to write the books. Oh, just read it the unfinished story <laughs> that will never finish. It will be finished eventually. Have you seen that guy? It will be fine. Yeah, let's hope so. I will uh, not recommend that damn show. I don't re- recommend the last season. In all honesty, it's like you could watch up to uh, up to season seven and then just stop. But how many seasons and then just did like and your imagination did is they a, do eight seasons. There are eight seasons. Yeah, write your own eight season. Just It'll go up to season seven. Once you see, once you had s- Starbucks cups, cups just chilling in there. Yeah, once you see. Oh. Um, go up to episode, season seven. I um, am and, and to be honest, let's be real. I think I, I think they started going downhill after season in season five. Yeah, there are things in season George five R. that happened. Martin stopped doing shit for them. Yeah, there are five books. Yeah, five books out right now. So after the fifth book, he stopped writing for them. Yeah, well, after the fifth season, he stopped writing for them. 
So you notice the correlation right of the writing, but it's still it's still a very very good show. It is um, up till. Uh, I think The Walking Dead also needs to be acknowledged. I saw The Walking Dead was very good at one point. Uh, um, is Breaking Bad this se- this decade as well? Breaking, I, I don't know, but Breaking Bad is definitely an honorable mention. I'm pretty sure Breaking Bad is this decade as well. We've had some really good TV this decade. So, I we've had some really good... Breaking Bad started in 2008. 2008. Eh, so, so, it just, it it just misses. No. No, well, come on. By Until our own rules. By our own rules. You, no, it was 2008 to 2013. Yeah, three years isn't enough. I, I, I can't count it. Whatever. That was your rule. It was your rule that I had to abide by. Whatever. Uh, okay, not an honorable mention, but you just still heard it anyway. Yeah. So, um, we've, I think we've had, you know, crazy it is as it is that I think music is so bad. I think TV has been awesome. I agree. Um, TV has been really good. I agree. Um, and right smack dab in the middle is anime. Anime has been medium. Some have been extremely good. Yeah. Some have been not so good. Yep. Some but, have taken six years between season one and season two. But not even oh, honorable mention. Talk about six years between seasons. Um, Sherlock. Wow. Never really watched good, it. Sh- really good show. Mm. Really, really good show. But it takes like three seasons between. It's a BBC show. Uh, also, Into the Badlands. I don't, I don't even know what that's called. Yeah. Good show. If you like fight scenes... Into the balance. And how are we not going to mention any of the Marvel shows? Because the Marvel shows suck. No. One, Daredevil is awesome. Especially season one. Mm -hmm. Jessica Jones season one is very good. Mm -hmm. Punisher season one is awesome. Ugh. Have you watched any of these? I haven't seen Punisher. The others I have. Yep. Punisher is awesome. Luke Cage season one is pretty good. Yeah, okay. The Defenders is very good. Man, you're a hater. You're hating. hating. I'm not hating. I'm being very objective. Also, the DC shows. The DC shows have all started this decade. Titans, amazing. Uh, You start with Titans. Are you insane? Titans shouldn't even be mentioned. Young Justice is really good. Young Justice is extremely good. And you still aren't starting where you should be starting. You should be starting with Green Arrow. Or Arrow, which uh, is very that's good. That's it. Season it's one is so good. dark. Season. It's supposed to be. I don't want it to be. I hate how dark. And that's why shit. it's supposed to be dark because the Flash is a show, and the Flash is not. The Flash dark. has become so dark. The Flash is not dark at all. Oh I don't even know what so season dark. you're in, but the Flash is not dark. I am up to date. The Flash is not dark. I'm not up to date yet, but the Flash is not dark. It's dark. I don't know what you think is dark. It's become it's dark. And then and then you have Legends so of Tomorrow, the... which is super not dark. It's campy as yes, hell. Yes, it's campy as fuck. And then Supergirl, which is not dark. Supergirl, I don't know. It is steeping. Season one sucked. Feminists. Season one sucked. Season two was better than season one. Season three was season better one. than season Hopefully, two. 
I'm gonna continue on to see if it gets better. But season but so far, four? the white feminist just dripping off of it is killing me. Season one sucked. Season two is better than season one. Okay. Season three is better than season two. And I'm just saying, they're just By better. By season five, they'll figure it out. No. By season four, they did. I'm sorry. Because season four is actually very good. Like, season four is extremely good. It's far better than I thought they were even capable of. Because season four is very, very good. Okay, okay, um, okay. I have to wait three more seasons to get a good season. You're, you're still in season one? Yeah, because it Yikes. was annoying. Yikes. I'm pretty sure I just met McGurn. Oh, yikes. Um, okay, Megan. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, no, no. Oh. Hello, Megan. That's what it is. Oh, my God. Hello, Megan. Yes. Hello, Megan. Um, so, and then Black Lightning, which season one was okay. Okay. I love Black Lightning. Our tastes are so different. I don't hate Black Lightning. I don't dislike it. But Black Lightning is literally... It, it's, it's hella dark, but I will never hate but it's on anything also, black. You just hate it on Luke Cage. I said it was okay. You gave it a worse reaction than you did Jessica Jones. <laughs> okay. No, Jessica Jones has said But, um... It's like, there's a metric system to my ants. We've had some really good, um... Some really good shows. Because even an average show, like Supergirl, can Umbrella be very Umbrella Academy good. was good. Umbrella Academy was okay. Fuck. It's okay. It has some good high... See, the thing is, that's a show that has good high moments. Some shows live off their high moments. That's one. The majority of that show makes no sense. And the characters are terrible. They're bad characters who don't really progress. Except for the main character. He's the only one who really does. I want a peanut butter and marshmallow sandwich. A bunch of them do not progress at all. They're horrible, damaged people who keep blaming an old dead guy that they haven't lived with in 15 years for all of their current problems. And that's the problem they have to work through. And they don't. One guy does. The one guy who does didn't really have that big of a problem with the guy. Whatever. And he's the only one who, who progresses. And he's the best character on the show. Yeah, Him and Mary J. Yeah. Blige. Oh, good lord. Mary J. will always be the best character. Mary J. is awesome. First of all, they had they Mary make her so J. G'd up. a fool. I was so high. Mary J. Blige is I so G'd up on that show. I didn't expect it. I didn't know she was going to be on that show. And then she killed it. She was a badass. When, oh, man. I don't want to spoil anything. But when, like at the end, when she was like... Done with everything that she when she was pretty much over it, and then she started squaring up with people. You know, Mary <laughs> Yo, J. Blige is I awesome. I love her. She did awesome. Love you, Mary. Uh, she's so hard in that show. Yo, she's so um, good. Okay, so to go to the next one, we did TV. So next one is anime. So, uh, my no reality TV. Uh, okay. See, you thought I was gonna go wrestling. No, I did not. I had no thoughts. Hmm. So, my honorable mention would be, it's not wrestling. I didn't have any wrestling thoughts at all. Just saying. Chopped. Chopped? Yes. Did not think you were going to go there. My honorable mention is Chopped. Okay. It's one of my favorite shows. 
Okay. Uh, it's cooking competition where if you don't make it past the, the round, you get chopped. I mean, <laughs> it's... You are the weakest link. Goodbye. That's all I, I understood yeah, from that. No, so they pretty much, you know, they get secret ingredients in a basket. They have to cook the best meals. And then they... It's a competition. And it's yeah, weekly. No, I get it. And they, you know, they compete for like 10 grand an episode. So you watch and, that? Yo, Chopped is good, man. You get to learn a lot of stuff about cooking. Um, you get to learn that a lot of cooks are either on drugs... A lot of cooks were either on drugs... Or extremely poor, or someone in their family died, or someone in their family has a terminal illness. Or is that just statistics? I don't know, but a lot of the contestants on that show have something like that happen. Yeah. They've either been on drugs, yeah. and they're no longer on drugs, and cooking. Is that how ambition happens? I don't know, but apparently, from people who I know who work in kitchens, they say a lot of the kitchen staff is on drugs anyway. <laughs> so, you know. Uh, I'm just well, saying, I told you a story about um for my birthday the 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 cook walked out. No. Yeah, the cook literally walked out while we were eating our our brunch. Oh, I'm not surprised. Yeah. Uh, from what I hear, kitchens aren't the most um functional of places. And if you look at Hell Hell's Kitchen, it's like, uh, you can kind of see why. I haven't seen it. So what's You've your? You've never seen Hell's Kitchen with Gordon Ramsay? No. Oh, no, yes. I've seen him call somebody a stupid sandwich. Yeah, <laughs> stuff like that. <laughs> Watch him, like, throw onions at people. Like This, it's... this thing's so raw, it's still cracking. Okay, yeah. damn. <laughs> so, um... What's your... What's your... Chopped is my honorable mention, yeah. but my main one would be House Hunters. Oh, those are good. Those are good. I I'm just... a preschool teacher, and she teaches dance on the weekends. We have a $5 million budget. Mm-hmm. I love the meme for it. <laughs> uh, but sometimes it seems like that. It's like, how are you people with this type of budget? Like, what are y'all But, you know, it's it's interesting. I like watching um, people's ridiculous... I like watching people start the episode with these ridiculously idealistic things that they want in their homes. One... The wife wants one thing. The husband wants another thing. They don't add up. And then I love watching those two people who wanted everything. Duke it out? No. I watch, I like watching them. neither one of them get what they want. And what, like, <laughs> life smacks their ass over the head. It's like, yo, this is the money that you're trying to spend. And this is what you're going to get. Or whatever. And those two things don't add up. Whatever. Half the time, the husband just gets cucked by the wife. And he's constantly like, I want this. I want that. And she's like, yeah, okay, whatever. You're not getting that. He almost never gets it, and whatever. It's like, dude, what were you thinking? And whatever you want to be married in that house, you're not gonna get what you want because what you want is not gonna be what she wants, whatever. And she probably cares more about the day to day in that life than you do. Sorry, bro, or whatever. Um, <laughs> and so it's hilarious watching them just fail at getting the house they want, and then end up sacrificing everything they want for the house that they get. Um, it's pretty funny though. Plus, I like looking at the way the houses are, the interior design. And I like stuff. the international one. I hate the international one. I love because the international, international one is nothing but a bunch of entitled Americans who are used to having a ton of space. Because it. most of the time, the international one is people who a lot of them are people who have retired, mm -hmm. so they've saved up a decent amount of money. Um, but they also don't want to put work or do work, or they're used. They're completely set and used to having certain things. So whenever they see like a washer and dryer in the kitchen, they flip out. 
<laughs> because that's internationally that happens. watching them flip out because of the fact that they'll go to an international country. Oh, and, and they like, try to nickel and down people on the rent yo, or how much they want. And, and it's like, you don't pay that in America. Why are you trying to get that what here? What kills me is they never, they never get, get to, in my, what, from what I've seen, they don't get to, to nickel dime them. They might try. They'd be like, no. Oh, this no, is no. What like I is. said, reality always smacks I everyone in the head on those shows. I love it. It's like my favorite thing, and that's why I like the international I, version because it's always a little bit better. I just hate watching them go to another country and try to have an American house in another country. I it's like love you're in another country. You know why I wouldn't move to another country? Why? Because I, I want my American style type house. It's what I grew up in. I don't want to go to another country and then try to force that on the, the architecture that's already. Uh, I'm going to go to Italy. Right? This yeah. old ass place. And I want to be in this old vintage thing. And oh, the worst is when they're always asking for things like, I want something vintage. And I want it to have character. And that means old. Yep. You want something old. And then they but get you don't want none of the old. Yeah, and then they go, oh, this, these countertops. Or this stove. Or yep. how old is that boiler? It's like, you wanted something old and vintage. You know, those, those crown moldings that you want specifically come in this old ass house. So do the termites. <laughs> That's what you're gonna get. Yo, I was watching a um, a House Hunters International in Martinique, right? And I don't know what realtor they've got. Weird flex, but okay. <laughs> it's a it's a flex though. I know it's a flex. I've been trying to say that for a while. <laughs> but they bought them to like the weirdest houses. It would be like yeah. Because Martinique, I think I've seen that one. You would have to get like the the um the um thing the jugs like the mm-hmm. the thing jugs propane propane, propane tanks. Tag. Yeah. But it'll be they'll show the, <laughs> it'll be like yeah this is your kitchen but your propane jug is out in the open or there is no shower curtain <laughs> you have mm-hmm. to shower out and I'm like there are better houses you could show them what the fuck. <laughs> and I'm like coming from the island knowing that there are definitely better houses you could show mm-hmm. these people. But apparently that at that time, I don't it was like years ago though. It was like years ago. So I'm like at that time they might not have had a better option, but I was dying watching these Americans look at these Martinican homes. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I've been to these homes. These are how the homes are, but they oh, could have definitely yeah. done a little bit better in the- finding it. One of the craziest international ones I've seen. It was this woman and uh, I think it was this woman and her girlfriend. Uh, they were older. They were older couple or whatever. I don't think they were retiring, but they both, they owned a restaurant and they wanted to um, not work so much. Like essentially they wanted to kind of be a little more hands off with the restaurant. Like the girlfriend was like, you know, you've worked at your restaurant forever. You're getting older. You shouldn't be so hands on with the, with the company. You know, it's making money. It should make money for you. You should just kind of like, you know, relax and you can do everything you need to do from home. But where they wanted to live was pretty much in the middle of a forest somewhere. And it wasn't like easy to get to. They needed to take, uh, they needed to drive somewhere and then they needed to have the car that they were going to take put on a boat. And what the, and the boat had to move the because you couldn't get to where they were going by foot because it was too far in. But you needed a car to get there from where the boat would land. So you had to drive in, that boat like the car, and then boat. 
And mind you, but they need to be connected to the internet. So they had to find somewhere that had a big enough clearing so they can get like satellite internet. It was insane. I was like, why? Why do you want to do any of this? And there were like a couple houses that were available. But, you know, I was like, and mind you, they still wanted all the modern amenities. But they wanted to live in the, like the middle of the Amazon or something. That's stupid. And I was like, this is insane. It's like they literally had to put your car on a boat. If I have to get to on get a here. boat to get to my fucking house, I'm not doing that. It's not even that you had to get on a boat. You had to put your car on a boat because you need your car to get somewhere after it got off the boat. Could you imagine coming home from like the club or something? Like, you got to get on a boat You ain't to going get nowhere. No, you can't do it. You're going to sit out in those woods until the anaconda eats you. Oh my god. <laughs> no, bugging. Yeah. I was like, you might as well just... Uh, it was insane. These white people bugging out here in these streets. That was funny. Well, uh, talk about bugging out here in these streets. My favorite reality show is 90 Day Fiance. Freaking oh love that show. I love that show to death. It's amazing watching these people. Not that I can talk shit. Because you know what? I'm not even in a relationship. At least they're working to on a relationship. But uh, by golly, I really do enjoy watching. They're these working people. on a relationship with people they have they know nothing about. By golly, they are trying. Not very hard. It's amazingly hilarious. It's so dumb. It's amazingly hilarious. I enjoy every second of watching that damn show. I enjoy that show immensely. I my issue with it is every time I see. Like people of color on that show, hearing all of the relatives of the non people of color say they just want a green card, they just want a green card, they're only marrying you for a green card. It's like, uh, yeah, but they say that about everybody, they do, and it's really racist. And that's why I don't really like racist. watching the show because it's annoying. It is really racist, and I don't watch for the most part, I watch it for the kids' reactions. That is the best part of the damn show. It is the best part. And then, sometimes, the, the couples themselves, oh my god, these couples, the, the, the people, the way the people who are coming to America treat their, their spouse is ridiculous. Yeah, someone, like, this, there was this one thing where this guy was extremely chauvinistic to his wife and it was like and even his sister was like he don't know that it's not how it works in America right <laughs> like cause she, he was like he was like no you're gonna quit your job and you know have kids stay in the house <laughs> yeah, she was like no. uh you don't even have a job to be telling me to quit my job exactly it's insane yeah yo there was this one dude he was sending money back to this girl in Ukraine right and she would be like oh yeah, don't come visit me in Ukraine. Just buy a ticket for us to go on vacation. I think he I remember seeing did that. did it like three times. She canceled the trip three times. Well, two times. On the third time, the airline canceled the trip because he didn't have enough money in the account. She never told him the trip was canceled. She just never showed up. And the day off, she was like, the airline canceled the trip so I didn't show up. Yeah, that's insane. Yep. Yeah, I, I can't watch that show. It was ridiculous. Ridiculous. I love that show. It's one of my favorite shows. I watch it every Sunday and live tweet. It's amazing. I have to watch it at this point. Like, there's no not watching it. So, to move on to our next topic, 
Well, not enough topic, but our next part is favorite anime. Uh, my favorite anime is probably ReZero. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, it's an isekai anime. I'm pretty sure I've mentioned it on a podcast before. Very sure you have. But it's an isekai anime. Um, I don't even want to like give away parts of it because you figure out exactly what it's about and kind of how it's going to go down in the very first one or two episodes. And it's it a synopsis of what happens. Essentially, there's there's a guy who dies in his universe, and he it's an isekai. Dies in his universe, gets reincarnated in another universe. Um, he doesn't understand what's going on, and then he you know gets mixed up with a bunch of people, and it's about as much as I can tell, because there's some twists that happen in the very first episode, where if you describe the way the show goes, you'll see it in the first episode. Um, so it's actually super good. It's one of my favorite anime of this decade. Um, there's also a few um, that are definitely worth mentioning, and I hope none of these are on your list or whatever, but... Um, probably not. Like, Attack on Titan. For sure. Uh, I don't know if anyone's seen Mirai Nikki, but very few people have. But Mirai Nikki is awesome. Uh, I, I think that um, Steins Gate, Steins Gate would probably it, it that should be really close to my number one as well. Um, Steins Gate is really good. Um, the multitude of Fate series that have come out this year, th- this decade, because there's a ton of them, and I like m- the most of them except for I think uh, there's one. I can't remember the name of it. It's not Apocrypha, but it's on Netflix, and I just—it's the only one I don't like. Um, there's just so many anime that are really good that came out this decade, um, and then some that you just have to mention, no matter how good or bad they are. Like Sword Art Online. Yeah. Essentially, I get Konosuba because of Sword Art Online. Konosuba is awesome. It's extremely funny. Um, Goblin Slayer, the Rise of the Shield Hero, the time I got reincarnated as a slime. Like a bunch of these anime don't happen with not specifically those, all those. It was I was just naming off some. But like the Isekai genre, it kinda got kicked off by Sword Art Online. There were other Isekai before that, like Digimon is technically Isekai. Um but Sword Art Online kicked off a lot of it. Uh, my hero came out. Uh, One Piece is in its prime at this point, um, and and this decade, the best arc in One Piece happened at the beginning of the decade. So, um, which I'm not going to spoil for anyone who hasn't seen it, uh, but the best arc in One Piece happened in, in the beginning of the decade. Uh, Dragon Ball Super came out. As much as I just don't like it. <laughs> uh, but it's more Dragon Ball, and I'm always hyped for more Dragon Ball. Yeah, you don't like Dragon Ball Super? No. Aww. Overall, no. It's You know what? I don't hate it, though. Like, Dragon Ball Super is a weak follow-up to, to Z. It makes no sense. But it's not GT. Dumb as Dragon Ball Super is, it's not GT. And so, um, it at least has that going for it. But uh, I'm trying to think of any other 
Academy, but Reserve would be my number one. Um, I just can't. I'm just trying to think of any other ones that are like insane. Uh, Death Parade was really good. Oh, that was one of my honorable mentions. I haven't seen Tokyo Ghoul or Parasite. Um, there's, I mean, I watch a lot of anime. Seven Deadly Sins, awesome. Yes. Seven Deadly Sins is very Cat good. Cat and Busters has to be um, definitely honorable mention, being that it is, it is represented. For that reason, yes. Yes, it's not As the an best anime, thing in the world, but it yeah. rep- it's it the style is awesome because yeah. it it draws like so many so many shades of black. It's ridiculous. Yes, um, it is. It's important for that for that reason. Very important um, to to support that. Very very important to support. That. And it's not a bad show. It's it's, not, it's an average show. I'm I'm pretty sure that one in season one and season two will be to, will be important to watch together. It's just the fact that season one yeah. needs we only have season one right now yeah. that we we're kind of like eh. Season two will most likely go into the rest of what we need to see. It most likely that's what that's why we're we're yeah. like eh. It's okay because I think season two is where we're we're gonna see an actual yeah it, finishing up the art i think it's a pretty average show but for it it's more important than how good of a show it is yeah so um i agree uh oh, promise neverland for sure demon slayer um there's there's a there was this it was a pretty good decade for anime um because i think very good decade. i think our one i think there's probably just more anime out now for sure but it, and we also have access. But we have better access to it. Yeah, because and when that we helps. were younger, that wasn't... We yeah. didn't really have... Oh, man. And then there's and like the... And Sailor Moon came out with their crystal. There's also like the, the heavyweights. I, I have to look up a few. But like things like... I'm, I don't think Death... I think Death Note is older than... Death Note is definitely older. Unless you're talking about the horrible live action. No, I'm talking about the anime. Yeah. But Death Note the anime is probably older. It's older. Uh, I think Soul Eater might as well might be as well. I think Soul Eater is older. And uh, D Grade Man, I think that's older as well. I don't know about that. I think D. I think because it came around, out around the same time as Soul Eater. Um, but yeah, so there's been a pretty decent amount. Uh, what was your favorite anime of this? I think Soul Eater was was a while ago. Well, my favorite anime of the decade is <clears throat> Fruit Baskets. Huh. Yes. So my favorite anime of the de- decade is definitely Fruit Baskets, only because it's so good. It's also nostalgic for me because I that was my first manga. I love that storyline. And then my honorable mention is Yuri on Ice, hmm. which is also so good. The emotional aspect to it is so heart-wrenching. It's just, oh my gosh. Of course, all anime is, is heart-wrenching, but just it's it's different from what I grew up with because I grew up with a, with brother, brother and honorable mention brothers. In the way that I only have one brother, but I grew up with my brother's friends. Sorry about that. (laughs) Which happens, which happens to be like what I grew up around a whole bunch of guys. 
So they, what I grew up is Dragon Ball Z and Yu-Gi-Oh and Pokemon and whatever. So I was able, my brother wasn't going to, doesn't put on anything that wasn't like action based. So I actually have explored more of the, of the maybe emotional anime. Um, and Food Basket is one of the ones I, I, I explored that I, I really enjoyed that was really just emotional based. And then um, Yuri on Ice was the next one. And then Death Parade was, was one that um, that he was already mentioned. And it, 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 and it was just so good. And, I, and it's, guys, just, we, I know we talk about anime a lot, but that's just where our hearts lie for the most part. It's freaking awesome. Oh, another quick couple of honorable mentions. Uh, One Punch Man. Okay, yeah. Uh, Kill a Kill. <laughs> oh my God, Kill a Kill kills me because I, I don't know where to put it in my brain. I don't know where to put Kill a Kill in my brain. I like Kill a Kill though. Let's get well out. Uh, no comment. Hunter, Hunter. Hunter, Hunter, yes. Well, I like Kill a Kill. I like Kill a Kill for a show. Kill a Kill could not Kill have. Kill a Kill is a great show. I just don't know where to put it in my brain. Oh, I don't know. Like, did you finish it? Yes. Yeah. So, like, because I think a lot of people have an issue with like the fan service or whatever, but like if if they're doing it for a reason, I is know. it fan service? I know what you mean. I still have to think about it. I still have to put it in somewhere in my brain as uh, a female. Akami got killed as a sh- as an anime that didn't get a proper ending. Um, that was really good. Uh, man, there was another one. That I, couldn't, I can't think of right now. Whatever. Uh, another. Oh, movies. There's an anime movie. Yu-Gi-Oh had an anime movie that I actually went to see in theaters. That was pretty good. I don't think. And I, it came out this decade. I don't watch movies, so the only movie I, I really can think of is yeah. um, House, House, and Kiki. So if you're sorry, those are not in this decade. These are those are like mm. movies. Uh, there's also one I saw. Uh, it's a pretty good movie. It's no not normally up my alley, but uh, it's made by Studio Ghibli. Ghibli. Okay. Ghibli? Um, Ghibli? I yeah. said Ghibli. Uh, it's called The Cat Returns. Uh, it's actually pretty good. I watched it because someone else was watching it, and it's actually pretty good. So, Studio Ghibli is amazing. Uh, okay, so the last one is favorite meme. So, my honorable mention for favorite meme is... Actually, I'm remembering my honorable mention, but I don't remember my. Oh, okay. My honorable mention is the Shia LaBeouf <laughs> memes. Do it. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, just that whole thing that he did. Just, I don't know why he did it, but I'm glad he did it. He's everything. Don't let your feelings be feelings. Whatever. Like, <laughs> just. <laughs> Whatever he was saying, uh, whatever he was doing. No, all the feelings he had while while watching the Transformer movies mm-hmm. that had me weak. So it was that was hilarious. Um, but my favorite one is probably uh, the Ike Turner memes. Ike Turner. And as messed up as they are, and memes don't have to not be messed up. 
but the ones where he's constantly saying things about his about his girlfriend or whatever and what she should or shouldn't be doing is hilarious. I think they're pretty damn funny. Um, they're funny. It's not funny, but they're funny. They people put funny things on there. That's what I'll say. But you know, that's making fun of a bad situation. However, they put some funny shit on there. For example, my girl ain't allowed to go to the gym. What you trying to do? Build up the strength to leave me? <laughs> <laughs> like, like seriously, it's just so dumb. My favorite memes is all, all, all. <laughs> all right, one more. My gang, my girl can't talk to no man. Not even Jesus. Bitch might be praying for a new nigga. <laughs> oh, man. That's so dumb. I hate you so much. Anyway, my favorite memes... <laughs> Stop looking at her. I'm sorry. I pushed my girl off the bed while she was asleep to remind her the man of her dreams can't save her. <laughs> what the hell is wrong with you? <laughs> That's so insane. Oh, I'm sorry. It's it's gold. It's gold. Oh, you know, because you know what it is? Some memes die, right? Mm-hmm. They disappear. They're not funny anymore once the time has passed. You know, like, like if you show like the Beyonce Super Bowl meme, eh, it's not the same. It doesn't hit. That's an other moment meme. I think I turn memes are like timeless. Well, another timeless meme are all these SpongeBob memes. I think all the SpongeBob memes are hilarious. From the from the um, making fun of of whatever you say meme to the caveman meme. To the Squidward memes, all of those memes are hilarious. I find they do do a good job of making the SpongeBob memes, especially the most recent one when he's I'm out. Yo, I'ma head out. I'ma head out. Those are those are pretty funny. Yo, yo, I I love. I think the one I found the funniest one is the one where he's pretty much supposed to be speaking like, uh, where he's mocking. Whoever he's yes, talking to. that's what so, I mean. There is a Star Wars version. Have you seen any of the prequels for Star Wars? Yeah. So you've seen the one where um, Obi-Wan and Anakin are fighting. And Anakin's in the, uh, standing on the lava. Which is insane. How are you standing on a pit of lava? Whatever. He's standing on a pit of lava. Yeah. And Obi-Wan tells him, it's over. I have the high ground. And then they use the SpongeBob meme to go... To, to have it's over. I have it's over. Ground. I have the high ground, and then he jumps, and you just see Aunt, you see Obi Wan just cut him in half. <laughs> he's like, it's over. I have the high ground. He's like, I have the high ground, and he jumps over. And he just like cuts Yo, him. I'm done. It's the fun. That was. I actually just found a funny one too. I was um, dying. The caveman meme is two caveman. The caveman meme is pretty when, good. When you at your girl's house. Girl's house for dinner, and she says, "Pass the salt, Daddy." And you both reach for the for the for it. The caveman one had both me dying the same, too. The caveman's looking at each other. I'm done. I also like the Mr. Krabs where everything's like shake shaking up. Oh yeah, they're they're pretty good. The SpongeBob yep. memes are are pretty funny. 
Maybe having a week. But there's also like 20 years worth. <laughs> I cut all the ends off of my girl's necks to remind that bitch who really keeps her in check. <laughs> it's so, this so messed up. <sighs> I think also one of my favorite ones is looking at, they used to show a picture of Squidward. It's like, when when you thought you were going to become a Spongebob, but you grew up to become Squidward. Yeah. Uh, my girl's not allowed to use self-checkout. She might think it's okay to get out of line. Not <laughs> that. Uh, anyway, uh, with that said, that is our that is our um episode for today. We want to wish you a happy new year, and we wish you all the prosperity and good tidings for the upcoming year. Um, you can catch us at two space podcast at gmail.com. We have the two space podcast on Twitter and Instagram and Facebook. If you have any questions, you can also hit us up on any of those social medias as well as our email. I am Angie. I'm sorry. I was going to use another turn of name. And I am Barkeem. <laughs> you have a wonderful week and a happy new year. Thank you.